All right, folks, this is the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. I am Tito, Jeff Fidoff, coming to you here on a Friday evening, getting ready for the weekend with the um, uh, Steelers in action. It's a rave. We'll talk about that in a minute. You can follow me on the X. I am at, T- at Fit Happens, at Fit Happens on the X. Uh, make sure you go to fansweetsports.com. Also, download the app. It's free for Apple and Android users. We've got round-the-clock program, lots of great shows. Uh, in addition to this one, the Buckeye Blitz that I do. Um, baseball now I do with Chad Brink. We've got the Scott Hamilton show, and he's outstanding. You'll love listening to him. Always has a lot of great guests. Um, the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, among everything we do. There's just so many great shows on that. But go download the app. It's free. Apple and Android users both. Go to Fanstream Sports. All right. Uh, let's talk Steelers. And the loss to Houston um, on Sunday, last Sunday, it, it's inexcusable. And it, the offense continues to amaze me and not in a good way. Uh, breaking news, right? Uh, I'm shocked that Matt Canada is still around. Uh, let's talk about some of the numbers from that game, kind of what we're seeing, and then maybe discuss whose fault it is. But um, Kenny Pickett, his numbers are very reminiscent of Bernie Kosar at the end of his career in Cleveland when his arm was shot. And Pickett's arm isn't shot, but Bernie Kosar would have a lot of games. we complete like 20 passes for 100 yards, it seemed like. Uh, efficient as far as like 20 of 24 or something like that but no distance at all on the passes, no big plays to speak of. So Pickett was 15 of 23 um, for a putrid putrid 114 yards and an interception before leaving the game. And it was the second game this season where Pickett's averaged just five yards per attempt. And just for um, comparison's sake, last year in all the games he played, that only happened twice where he averaged five yards per attempt or less, happened two times last year. So um, offense clearly regressing. And you can't just say it's all because Deontay Johnson's out. It can't be because of the offensive line and things like that. It's it, it's play calling is where this is at. So uh, we'll get more to that in just a second. But Najee Harris, he showed flashes. He went 14 carries, 71 yards. Uh, also leading receiver. Didn't know if you knew that or not in that game against Houston, though. Najee Harris was a leading receiver uh, with one catch for 32 yards. That was the leading receiver in the game. Um, he still has scored a touchdown yet this year. And if he's your big bell cow back, the one you rely on, you expect more out of him as far as getting into the end zone goes. Not his fault, though. The offense can't move the ball down the field. Or is it? Um, so it's at a point now, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, but at some point, you've got to stop blaming Matt Canada and you've got to start blaming the people who employ Matt Canada. And I hate I hate the, the thinking that we're in a world where Mike Tomlin's job is on the line because I've loved Mike Tomlin. I love the fact the Steelers don't fire coaches. Guy since 1969, it's been Noel Cower Tomlin. That's it. And I love living in that world. But whoever whoever is supposed whoever makes the decision on Matt Canada should have made the decision by now that he's not the guy. Things are not getting better. It's laughable the Steelers offense and I see no sign of improvement nothing is showing me even so the games they won they're two and two this year right um they beat Cleveland and offense had nothing to do with that win for the Steelers absolutely nothing to do with that win so it's a it's tough to watch it's tough to have optimism when and Tomlin said there's going to be changes. I don't know what change they've had other than they practiced in pads this week a day more than they normally would have. But the offense is get, not getting any better. And there's it's not like it's like, oh, like last year when the offense wasn't doing great, it was like, well, can he pick it in there? We've got some sign of hope. This year, there's no sign of hope. 
on the offense as long as Matt Canada is running things. There's no reason to think this is going to turn around. Defensively, Nico Collins became the latest wide receiver to really take advantage of the Steelers secondary. Um, Nico Collins for Houston, seven catches, 168 yards, and two touchdowns. Week four that, Devontae Adams of the Raiders, 13 catches, 172 yards, two touchdowns. The week before that, Amari Cooper, seven catches, 90 yards. And then week one, Brandon Ayuk, eight carry, eight catches, 129 yards, and two touchdowns. Baltimore doesn't have – Zay Flowers is their best opportunity to take advantage of the Steelers, and we'll see if they can do that as well. If they do, then it's become – then it's not just some fluky thing that all of a sudden the Steelers can't seem to stop other receivers. So, um, like I said, Mike Tomlin promised changes. I haven't seen any yet. And quite frankly, I don't think Steelers fans will be happy until that change involves Matt Canada being um, out, of, out of a job as offensive uh, coordinator for the Steelers. They need someone else in there. But now we've got this game with Baltimore on Sunday. It's a must-win game when the Steelers are hosting Baltimore. Um, and I hate saying that. And I, I don't mean if they lose their that their season's over, they're out of the playoffs, but because they can still come back and have a season like Mike Tomlin's teams do. But the offense, you've got to win this game at home against Baltimore. It sets things up for the rest of the season. If you can get a win here, then there is promise, at least, if not on the offense, just promise in the performance of the team overall. They can find a way to pull, pull out a win. And this is the kind of game where Mike Tomlin sometimes gets that win when he's not supposed to. Ravens are favored coming into the game in Pittsburgh. It, that always sucks to see that happen, but the, the Ravens deserve it. By the way, Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh. Um, this is going to be their 34th time coaching against each other. 34 times. It's the second most head-to-head coaching matchups. Second most uh, matchups of head-to-head co- the, the coaches in history in the NFL George Hallis and Curly Lambeau, back when the NFL wasn't a whole lot of teams, and Hallis was with the Bears, Lambeau was worth the um, uh, the Packers. They played, they coached against each other 49 times. This is number 34 right now, and Tomlin's 18 and 15 against um, Harbaugh so far. So I love the matchup. It's going to be, I talked to somebody, I think I've mentioned every time I've done a black and gold podcast before this game, but there was a former. Um, doctor who was on the staff in Pittsburgh and he told me that whenever the Steelers played the Ravens, whenever they played the Ravens like the amount of pain medication and I'm not talking about just shooting guys up I'm just talking about the, whatever they use though to control to help with pain the amount of medicine they use in a Pittsburgh Baltimore game for the Steelers is twice as much as they use in a normal game. This game is a hard hitting game and it should be fun to watch should be entertaining um, and I hope the Steelers' defense does uh, does a good job on, on uh, Baltimore. But Zay Flowers, you got to stop him. And they've got to find a way to stop this fourth-best running game in the NFL that, that the Ravens have. Um, the Ravens come in with uh, a new offensive coordinator they had who's going to open things up, supposedly. And th- there's been some signs of that. But bottom line is, you've got to stop the Ravens. you got to stop Lamar Jackson from running. And then insert running back's name here from having success for the Ravens. They seem to always have guys that... Hurt pop up, guys come out of nowhere. You know, Gus Edwards um, comes to mind, but you know, Mark Ingram and these guys uh, with J.K. Dobbins out for the season. It doesn't really matter. They keep cycling people in that have success in the Ravens running game. But bottom line, you got to stop Lamar Jackson. Now, I was surprised to find out Lamar Jackson's never rushed for a touchdown in a game against Pittsburgh in all the games he's played. Jackson didn't play in either game last year because of injury. The Ravens come in with a three and one chance. A 3-1 record, I'm sorry, and a chance to go 3-0 in the division, all three being road games. 
So they've already beaten the Browns and Bengals on the road. If the Ravens get to this one, get to four and one, and halfway through the division schedule, undefeated in the division, with the last three games of the division coming at home, you could almost wrap up the the, the division and you could say, you know what, it's the, it's the Ravens. They're going to win the division as long as everyone stays healthy. Speaking of health, uh, Pickett is starting for the Steelers. There was talk about him having some injuries, may not be able to play. He is going to start. He's off the injury report. He's good to go. Um, Alex Highsmith, offensive linebacker, outside linebacker, sorry. Um, he's questionable. Press Harvin, the punter is out. Not a big deal. Well, it is the top of the Steelers punt. And uh, Pat Fryermuth out as well. He's He suffered an injury last week as well. So um, I, I don't want to predict this game because it means I'm going to predict that the Steelers are going to lose. And I really don't want to predict that. This is the kind of game, though. It's If the Steelers lose this game and, and the offense still looks terrible, I'm going to have a hard time being optimistic about this going forward. If the offense looks good and they still lose, I'll feel better about it. But a win is really what, what the Steelers need to get here to get back into this season and to get some people off the backs of Tomlin, who, again, I hope his job's not on the line. But if he's the reason why Matt Canada is still employed in Pittsburgh, if it's Mike Tomlin's decision to keep doing this, then i got to believe Mike Tomlin's job should be on the line. Because Matt Canada has shown time and time again, he is not the right answer. And I feel bad for Kenny Pickett that I've got to make a Bernie Kosar comparison to him. I think Pickett's better than that. The offense is so basic. And um, there's no room for success. There's no room for the team to have big plays, it looks like. They've had only a couple of big plays the entire season. The defense has been carrying them. We'll keep an eye on it, though. But uh, like, let's subscribe, share with your friends. Follow me on the X at That Happens. Go download the Fantasy Sports app for Apple and Android. Check out all our great shows. We'll reconvene again after the Steelers-Ravens game on Sunday. Let's go black and gold. Have a great day.